Hello, everybody, and welcome to Double on Radio Weekly. This week, it's episode number 17. We're chugging along. I'm your host, Ryan, and today I'm joined by the entire gang. We've got Wyatt. Hi. We've got Alex. Hey there. We got Ben. Howdy, how are you? I'm sorry. <laughs> and we've just got Brett. Hello. <laughs> there we go. Everyone's intro. Now we can start the show. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Xbox Game Showcase, as you can tell from the title of the episode. <laughs> that was just in case you can't read. Yeah, that was okay. in case you can't read. You know, which is just totally fine. A little goof before the uh, the game speak comes in. I just did a little heart <laughs> thing with my uh, fingers to so my girlfriend, and she flipped me off. So that's just natural. <laughs> Yeah. That sounds like a you problem and not a podcast problem. Okay. Then anyway. we have a we have a goof. We have a goof built into the show oh, let's, already let's that we have it. to do. Let's goof it. It's <clears throat> called uh, the game that we do at the start of every show, and <laughs> and this game we, is the called. Game we do what? What were you going to say? We do every show except not every show. Every show we've we're not like missed a show. Every main show. The only show we, we didn't do it, do it in is part. the show where we instead took the time to talk about Black Lives Matter because guess what they do? And oh, yeah. <laughs> it was an important <laughs> issue. And still is. Anyway. All right. So now we have the game. game. We have the game. It. We're, we're talking about Xbox and what's Microsoft's most important franchise. You could argue that it's Banjo-Kazooie, but in reality, it is Halo. Forza. Oh. Yeah, nah. Forza. Oh. I thought it was Psychonauts, actually. <laughs> well, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was Rise Son of Rome, though. Okay, but for real, that game is actually kind of. Sick. All right, so this is this game is called uh, <laughs> the original Halo trilogy, but it's actually every Halo game ever. And I want you guys to tell me how many Halo games there are. This is just take a guess. Take a guess at how many uh, Halo games are released and recognized on the Wikipedia page. Oh, the Wikipedia. Oh. So this is. I, I will say this is not the actual number of Halo games because I'll give you a hint. Uh, Combat Evolved Anniversary and Master Chief Collection are counted as their own entries into the Halo series. Why? Oh God. <laughs> Why? Because um, we're we're doing this the difficult way. So I I need a number. I need a number between one and twenty. That's your 11. range. All right, Alex says eleven. Why? Oh, what do you I say? Eleven. Alex says eleven. Ben. Ben. What do you say? I, I think I I said eleven. All right. So you both said eleven. Uh, I guess 13. Okay. Um, I'm going to hit you with a solid 10. A round mm-hmm. number, I like it. Underbidding, I see. Yeah. Okay, we got some, so all of you are wrong. Uh, <laughs> Good. Uh, Good every single one of you shot under. There are oh, really? 15 oh, no. Halo oh. games. Oh. We what? could cut it down and land at 13. If we cut out the updates to Halo Wars and like the weird like Halo Halo Fire Team Raven, I don't even know what that is. Don't it's count. listed on here. See, there's, there's two like that you guys missed. There. There's two. There's two that you guys missed. You missed the two mobile games. At that, uh, no, I'm no, looking at the Wikipedia and Halo okay, Fire well. Team Raven is in fact on here. Listen, I'm a real yeah. gamer. We know? we could cut out if we cut out the the remasters, remakes, and the Fire Team Raven and Recruit. We still have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve games. Which is more than five. Which is more than eleven. Which is the highest you guessed. Uh, mm-hmm. 
I guess we, we were including we Halo Infinite in this because it's on the list, uh, even though it's oh, not out yet. Oh, I didn't include Halo Infinite. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, you're still not close, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, I was right. the closest, though. Were you? Oh, yeah, I guess you. I, I was. I said thirteen. You were the because I counted the two because I counted the two mobile games. <sighs> Guys, not know how this game works. <laughs> 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 and and that is it's because uh, Halo Wars and the weird like top down Halo shooters are counted as main Halo games, which I've actually played one of those. They're before, not bad, believe it or not. They're not bad for for like mobile twin stick shooters. They're not that bad. Whatever. Yeah, they're they're fun time wasters, and they're also like five bucks, and they're on Game Pass for free. So you know, feel free to play them. All right, so now we have the actual show where we're gonna do. If you've seen our PS5 showcase, it's the same format. We have basically a two to three minute limit on every game that we're going to talk about. Uh, it's a little adjustable because there's some games that we, there's not really much to say. Some games. Yeah. Uh, like one of the games is Watch Dogs Legion. Did. And we can just say, you know, go watch the Ubisoft stuff. Cause this trailer didn't tell us anything. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, we're going to kick it off. We're, we're doing the entire Xbox show, including the pre-show because they announced a bunch of stuff during the pre-show, mm-hmm. which was an odd decision, but it's what they did. So we're going to kick it off. Dragon Quest Eleven S coming to every console and Game Pass. Uh, that's that's the notable thing. Game Pass for this game. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Dragon Quest Eleven S, if nobody, I I don't think any of you guys have played it. Nope. No. It it is an extremely good JRPG. Uh, one of the better. It's up there with Persona Five for like the best JRPGs of the last few years. Definitely worth playing. The Definitive Edition is great because it lets you like you can swap between eight bit mode. In 3D mode, whenever you want, really cool. Oh, sick, uh, Wait. Neat, neat feature. Is it, this is a new Dragon Dragon Quest. <laughs> uh, no, so Dragon Quest Eleven came out a few years ago. Okay, yeah, um, that's the one. This is the special version that came like, out. Wow, on the this Switch. is Dragon Ball Z, the uh, the JRPG. Yeah, it's made. It's design. Okay. All the character designs are done by Akira Toriyama. Toriyama, not Toriyama. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a good game. Definitely worth playing if you have Game Pass because it'll be free. So. Yeah, that, that's everything to say there. If you want to know more about that game, just look it up because there's tons of reviews. It's been out for years. So uh, then we saw something cool. We saw Exomecha. So I had a, a funny experience watching this trailer because w- when it started, I was like, this looks like the most generic. Like this literally just looks like Crisis, but not made by Crytek. And then they started introducing like robot dragons and giant robot knights. I was like, all right. This looks pretty cool, actually. <laughs> it's free to play. Free to yeah. play. Like, what? Yep. I, I, I think say... the visual design of this is really something cool. Wait, wait, wait. I'm watching this for the first time right now because I, I didn't... You didn't watch the pre-show you stuff? Your homework. No, I didn't. Hey, ben! listen to me. Ben, you, you I... were told to watch the pre-show I, I multiple know. times. Ben we're, trying to, ben, we're trying to keep things professional around here, and you're not allowing us to do that. Right. And if that's going to be a problem, we're going to have to have a discussion about this off air. We will okay. have words. I, uh, I could, right. I could have lied. I could have lied through my teeth, but I you was sure honest have. with you guys, and I did not. You also, you also could have watched all this stuff beforehand. All right, anyway. all right, all right. We're talking about games. We're talking <laughs> just, about Exomecha. The reason I said that is I'm looking at it for the first time, and I literally just had the exact same path of emotions as you i was like oh this yeah. is kind of just like a weird janky looking crisis and then there's like a fucking yeah uh transformers robot fucking looking pacific at rim <laughs> like giant mech where you're fighting each it, other it catch- one had a shield and an axe and like <laughs> it completely catches you off guard because you're like oh, yeah. Right, yeah 
and then it's like, holy shit! <laughs> it looks does like fun. still look kind of jank. Uh, we also we have no clue how far along this is. We got a date of 2021, but that's a full a whole year, so we don't know how yeah. how close to release this footage is. I also, will... no UI, which yep. is always kind of frustrating. All right, so then moving on, we, we're hitting our time limit for that game. We got Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, I think we can all agree that if you want to learn more about Watch Dogs Legion, just go watch the Ubisoft thing because this really yeah. told us nothing. Cool trailer, no new information, no new gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, then we got Echo Generation, which is a voxel-based, at least a voxel visual style game that feels very Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty cool. Uh, art style is cool. Like turn-based, you know, adventure games like this is not really my jam, but the, the art style is super cool. Yeah, I'm interested to see how the turn-based stuff plays out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is another one where we don't have a specific date. We have 2021, so yeah, it could be. It looks pretty far along. Uh, we didn't see anything that looked incomplete. We saw UI, which is always a good sign. Yeah, yeah. I honestly could play this game on the art style alone. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't know if anyone here has heard of the game called The Tourist, but it's got a similar art style, and it's really, really cool to look at. And I'm not even not even the art style, but. That boss design, the one that jumps like falls yeah. down, oh, yeah, is so yeah, good. Yeah. That is the, like awesome. Spider Max are cool too. All right, yeah, oh yeah. So moving on, we have Hello Neighbor Two. The first game had some rough patches, mm. and I think has ended in a place that's not maybe not great. But the trailer for this at least sold me on it being pretty cool. I don't really know what's going on, but. It looks neat. Visual style of the city looks really, really interesting. Yeah, I don't know a thing about Hello Neighbor and that little like sting at the very end where the guy's throwing the costume in the oven. I feel like it was supposed to be some kind of like reveal, or at least that's how it felt. And I just, I didn't know. Who I think this it's just that that's the same guy from the first game. Oh, is it? Okay, <laughs> that, that's how much I know about. I think Hello again, yeah, we're I'm not the like... best people for this. I'm a, I'm a sucker for like crow mask looking things, so I think that looks cool. But just like looking at the the gameplay that they showed, it looked so so janky and broken at some parts. And I just like that's what you're gonna show off. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The the part where he was like crowbarring the window, oh, you could just see yeah. it through the wood. It was yeah. Like, and we also have no idea how far along this is as well. We, yeah. we just have a 2021 release date, and it also my bet is this is gonna release into early access like the first game. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if we're seeing like pre-alpha footage. All right, true. It's also this is the pre-show, so their their qualifiers for stuff are pretty are, are less than the main show. You would think. Uh, then we have ID at Xbox. So this is a uh, Xbox's like indie dev showcase essentially. There are a bunch of games announced. There are a bunch of games we've already seen shown. Uh, this is one of the situations we don't have time to cover every one of these because there's like 20 other things we have to talk about. So standouts, I, I know Wyatt and I both like the Falconeer. Um, anyone else have other standouts they want to say mention? That uh, that game where you're 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 like uh, you're you're you play guitar and you're trying to figure out your like stage persona. Oh yeah, you're going the, through this like crazy escape. something like that. That looks kind of cool. Yeah, uh, I know the lake is something that people have been looking forward to for a while as well. So yeah, this is it's a really cool showcase of all very good looking indie games. 
definitely mm-hmm. give it a look. And the snowboarding game looks like a triple A. Yeah, Shredder is definitely. It looked like Steep too. <laughs> Why I made that yeah. joke earlier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> <I'm> down for <laughs> very cool indie games, but that's pretty much everything from that. Um, if there's any standouts, so yeah, we got uh, oh Sable. Sable is the I, I think the one that a lot of people are interested in. From uh, Tunic last time. too. Tunic as I, well. I'm interested in I'm interested in Tunic. But those two games were announced a while ago, so it's not like yeah. we're seeing them for the first time. Then we got the game that I think is in a weird situation because <laughs> it's not in the main show for some reason. We have Balan Wonderworld. Yeah, that was interesting. Which, so if people aren't aware, the developers behind this are essentially the team of a game called Nights into Dreams. Mm-hmm. And that game is pretty well received. You can play it, still play it on like Steam. It's an older game, but it's a really interesting take on platforming. So I'm excited to see where this goes, and they showed gameplay, which is always a good sign. Yeah. Uh, and we have a, a little more certain date of spring 2021, so fairly soon. Not that far off. The only thing that, because I don't know anything about this uh, at all, but but one thing that stood out to me was like, wow, this game looks really pretty, with the exception of like the human character designs. They literally look like rat yeah. dolls, and it was just super distracting. And yeah, that's, like, just, that's this guy's art style. Not a fan. Hundred percent. That's All just right. as fair, fair enough. I just everything else looks so cool, and just the the human character design just wasn't yeah. I, I think when you look at it, you can definitely tell it's made by the Sonic. Uh, some of the Sonic team is on this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a, where a lot of that design comes from. Yeah, it looks very interesting, and it, it is a weird game in that it's something that looked finished enough to have shown in the main show that we didn't yeah. we didn't see it in the main show. Uh, I definitely think it could have taken the place of one of the random CG trailers that we saw. So yeah. I was gonna say, a game that has gameplay is better. Yeah, we than... would like to see more gameplay in showcases, please. PlayStation showed us gameplay of a game that comes out in three years. Like, okay. yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about that at the end. Speaking of gameplay, speaking of <laughs> gameplay, we got eight minutes of Halo Infinite. And it's Halo. Oh my god! <laughs> it looks is like it a though? new Halo. Really? I. So visuals aside, because a lot of that's I feel like what a lot of people have been focusing on. Yeah. Also, caveat I on thought, this: we do know this demo footage uh, was from January. Yeah. And apparently, there was something like the a lot of their lighting wasn't working for this demo either. Apparently, I don't know if that's been confirmed or not. Yeah. Well, but, we'll talk more about like the visuals at the end. Yeah. Uh, we'll yeah, but I think everything. I. It looks promising. Um, I think it's definitely it's like pacing and and gunplay definitely looks like older, you know, uh, original trilogy Halo, which is what people have been asking for. So yeah, especially the visual design of the characters looks a lot yeah. closer to the original trilogy than Halo Five. Yeah, uh, which is interesting. It's a it's a cool take on Halo that I'm looking forward to seeing. So, uh, any final words about Halo Infinite? Which we'll definitely talk more about at the end of the show. We just want to get through all the games. I will speak later. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Hold your tongue. I I have a lot to say. (laughs) I've never cared about Halo. So that's my opinion on it. I don't know. Did did the trailer at least interest you at all? No. I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to play it. I mean, it's (laughs) It's a Halo game. Me neither. Well. I've, All right. It's not. It's nothing against the game itself. Like I'm sure it looks like it's probably going to be a just a not your jam, Halo yeah. game. I've just not never jam, yeah. really been into Halo games. That's all. Yeah, All right. So nice. then we saw State of Decay three, which this is one of those games where we saw basically nothing. It's a CG trailer of a deer that's a zombie. 
All yeah, right. but that's badass. It's ba- it's badass, but it's like it's State of Decay three, and play- having played State of Decay two recently, I really want to see UI and gameplay to know if they're moving forward compared to where they were at before. So yeah. mm-hmm. that's what I'm concerned about with State of Decay, especially because the team is like growing in size, and this is their first like super highly funded game. Uh, I believe this is an Undead Labs is so, making this. So hopefully that means that they can work the kinks out. Yeah. State of Decay 2 is a super interesting game. It just feels very uh, indie. Yeah. Same with State of Decay 1. Yeah. They're both... State of Decay is is pretty... is an Xbox property at this point, or, like, it's associated with Xbox. Well, they're an Xbox studio now. Yeah. Yeah. So, it it is an Xbox property. Hopefully they get the uh, the time and money to, to make the game they want to make. Yeah, uh, no release date for this, so it could. It's probably not a launch game. It probably will be coming out sometime in 2021, 2022. It's my bet. Then we saw Forza, Forza Motorsport, not Horizon. Important distinction. Uh, Forza mm-hmm. Motorsport is Xbox's like Gran <clears throat> Turismo, essentially. It's their mainline uh, racing game. Yeah, circuit racing specifically. Looks like Forza. <laughs> Cars. Yeah. I, I think if you're into Forza, you will like this game. Yeah, it's Forza. Like I haven't played a lot of Forza. I'm not a big racing person, but it, it seems consistently like Forza is like a very uh, reliable racing series. Like you're gonna get yeah. a good amount of content. You're gonna get good controls. You're yeah. gonna get whatever whatever visuals on whatever Xbox can crank it out. It's gonna look good. Yeah, so like Forza Horizon Four their... looks beautiful. It's oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's just gonna it's get probably, better. It's probably their most like. Uh, dependable franchise in terms of like it's consistently reviewing well, making money. So that's probably yeah. where they put a lot of their focus. Uh, an interesting no release date for this, so probably not a launch game, which mm-hmm. I think will surprise some people. Uh, but yeah, that, that's our Forza talk. Uh, one thing to mention here that we didn't mention at the start: all of the games shown, at least in the main showcase, will be coming to Game Pass. I don't know if that extends to the pre-show. It very well could, but I don't want to say that like all those indies are coming to Game Pass if we don't know. It would be cool. It would be great. Like if I can play Sable for, Sable for free, I'm totally in. Oh, hell yeah! Uh, but yeah, yeah, all all the mainline games will be coming day and date to Game Pass, which means launch day. So, we should talk about Game Pass after we get through. Yeah, the, we'll, we'll probably do a whole talk about Game Pass in another episode because there's tons definitely. of stuff to say about it. it. It's ridiculous. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, any last words on Forza? I'm good. Nope, great. Cars. Moving on. Cars. Uh, we saw Everwild. <laughs> so, Everwild looks great. We still haven't seen gameplay. Uh, no release date. Thoughts? We don't know what what kind of game they're making. I mean, it looks gorgeous. This world is really interesting. Yeah. But yeah. there's nothing to go off of, really. So. And I think this is also a good point to bring up. So, I think part of the reason people are a little bit not on board with the Microsoft showcase, what we're talking about is that in the Sony showcase, they, everything they showed was running on PS five hardware. Mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff is either not, or it's just CG rendered trailers. So the halo infinite footage we saw, I believe they said it was running on a PC of equivalent. Uh, yeah. Specs, of equivalent like, specs to a, but, a Xbox uh, series X, <laughs> but that doesn't inspire a ton of confidence. Yeah, really. Um, it doesn't. To be honest, it doesn't bother me that much because a lot of these games are coming to PC as well. Yeah. 
So it's it's not really a detail that that bothers me that much. It's it's a little strange that they weren't more clear about that. I think yeah. like making it more clear cut that that's what we're seeing would have been appreciated. But because Xbox is more about like launching games on their console and their Windows platform, I don't really I don't really see it as an issue to be honest. Yeah, a good point. It's definitely a it's more on brand for Sony to do the whole it's running on a PS5 thing because for Xbox mm-hmm. it doesn't quite matter as much. Mm-hmm. Alright, so Everwild sounds like we're pretty much done with it. It, all it I looks want, great. All I know is that I want that big dog with a tail that rips the tree down and if I can't have that <laughs> in the game, well, yeah, yeah. I don't want anything to do I with do think when Wyatt and I were watching this we were like, it looks like Spiritfarer but 3D. Mm-hmm. So, definitely interested. interested. I just, I just want need to know, know what, what it is it as is. a game. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then we saw Tell Me Why, which is Don't Nod's new thing. Uh, and this is coming soon. It's coming August 27th. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you can play it if you have Game Pass, which is cool. Again, we don't know a lot. I, I know we mentioned while this trailer was happening, the music was very intense for what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the strangey, or at least how the story will, you know, turn and get that mm-hmm. more. Yeah. yeah. Same developers. Right. So. My my biggest concern is because I I typically like this st- this style of game, but I wasn't a huge fan of um. God, I forgot the name already. My brain is not Life is Strange. <laughs> yes, thank you. My God, I wasn't a huge fan of Life is Strange because I wasn't. I I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, but I wasn't a huge fan of the writing, so I'm a little. I mean, it's on Game Pass, so I'll try it. But like. I wasn't a huge fan of their writing, so I'm a, I'm yep. a little concerned if that carries over into this project at all. So. And there, there are tons of people that do love Life is Strange, and if you do like yeah. Life is Strange, you'll probably be perfectly at home with this game. Yeah. yeah. All right. And any last words on Tell Me Why? Sounds like no. a no. What was it called? What, what's, it, what, what, what's it called again? <laughs> uh, what, anyone have anything they want to tell me about Tell Me Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah also this game was announced a long time ago this is not the first time we've seen this the, it's the first time i've seen it i don't remember it, it was shown yeah. briefly i mean it doesn't E3. surprise anyone but i don't remember it <laughs> yeah i think we saw like the logo at e3 a while back so it, we hadn't seen like footage of it but uh, we've definitely known it was in development then we got a brief little thing about Ori and how it's going to look better. We don't need to talk about Ori. That's not what the show's about. It's Ori. It's a great game. Yeah. Go play it. You can play it right now. You don't need to wait for an Xbox Series X. <laughs> yeah. uh, Alright, then Obsidian had their little blowout showing some cool stuff they're doing. First we saw Outer Worlds DLC. The Peril on yeah. Gorgon. I'll probably go back to that. I've I've been... I'd like to scratch the Outer Worlds itch again. That's a good game. Yeah, so would I. Yeah, I- Love the I'm first sure. game. So uh, any, also, any DLC comes out very soon, September 9th, and is fourteen dollars mm-hmm. or not fifteen dollars, fourteen ninety nine. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. good price. Seems like it's gonna be a a fun bit of an excuse to go back to the outer worlds. More outer worlds. Who can complain? Yeah, it's yeah. fun. All right, pretty simple. Then we saw Grounded. So Grounded mm-hmm. is Obsidian's uh, first foray into open world survival crafting <laughs> first foray into rust clones yeah for, rust. to not rpgs <laughs> uh yeah so it it comes into xbox game preview which is essentially early access uh in two days one oh. day if you're listening to the podcast oh my on god April. i didn't even so, realize I didn't on july 28th 
Uh, if I you have Game Pass, you can play it. <laughs> I'll give I'm, it a go. Yeah, I'm I'm not really into this genre that much, but this setting is interesting yeah. enough for me I to mean, give it a try. For me, the genre is just tired. Can, yeah, like, and the setting for anyone listening did... is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Pretty yeah, much. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's literally Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, it's, it's backyard shenanigans as a tiny human. Yeah. Which, yeah, I haven't seen since the movie, so I'd like to revisit that feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just super curious as to like how hardcore this is going to be. It can't be mm-hmm. crazy. I feel like it's going to be because Obsidian is like a, a tends to be pretty hardcore with their games. So right, but the aesthetic of this looks very much more lighthearted. You could say casual. it looks more grounded. I could say it All looks right. more grounded, but I, <laughs> I think that's enough. I think it's enough. Yeah, that's enough. I think All we right. need to podcast. move on. Let's move on. Oh my god! <laughs> Can I leave the podcast midway through? Is that allowed? <laughs> just ruin everything like that just because I'm upset. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Then we saw. Uh, I think this was for a lot of people a highlight. Avowed, which is a yeah, first-person fantasy but... RPG from Obsidian. Probably not uh, in development that long because we just got in. <laughs> Yeah. A CG trailer with no release date. So, so avowed, aka, God damn it! If Bethesda isn't going to make another Elder Scrolls game, then we will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, and you know, we're tired of waiting. <laughs> based on the Outer Worlds versus Fallout uh, Four and Seventy Six, uh, <laughs> they might do it better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> certainly could. This is the perfect time for them to do that because everyone. It wants. is because everybody's yeah. like, "What are you doing?" And they also like, so even if, times. even if you aren't interested in uh, Pillars of Eternity, this game is set in the Pillars of Eternity world, so it's pulling. It's a new game. It's not a direct connect- continuation in any way, but it'll pull in fans from that existing series. So they they have an audience already, which is good to know. Smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I I'm very be. excited for this. It's going to be a good game. Yeah, and Pillars is a great fantasy setting. So the, the nice thing is they don't have to spend a ton of time doing world building because they already have it. Yeah. Which is always mm-hmm. a huge time sink with RPGs. So hopefully it comes out sometime in the next three years. <laughs> Obsidian. Cross your fingers. Yeah. Obsidian knows what they're now. doing with RPGs. It's also, yeah. it's surprising. Obsidian's working on like three separate projects right now. Yeah. I think is the most they've been doing they, at once in a while. They went from making a Fallout game for for Bethesda to making their own stuff, three of their own games in like, well, how long? They've released like ten games in the, in the time Bethesda has released Fallout seventy six. How close to their team that they can spread it between those three games? I it's I not that, like it's not that huge. Maybe they've been hiring a lot. I feel I like seventy six or not seventy six. Uh, New Vegas was definitely like a boost. Yeah, that studio. Like, and I think the the grounded huge. team is pretty small in comparison to like yeah, the Outer I imagine, Worlds team and the About team. Yeah, I have. A, I imagine, and then I uh, most of the Outer Worlds team is probably over on About now too. Oh like, yeah, mm-hmm. that makes mm-hmm. sense because it's probably a skeleton crew doing DLC, and then yeah, the main team would be on About, and probably people that are interested in survival are doing Grounded. I can't mm-hmm. imagine Grounded is like taking their best writers. Although yeah. they did say during the show that Grounded is going to have some of the trademark Obsidian writing hmm. and narrative elements, so I'm super okay. curious as to what that means. They, they did say uh, that there were secrets to discover. In yep. The, uh, yeah. Grounded also looks a lot further along, so they might have that into like a, a state where they're happy with it, and now people are moving over to about... Cause... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just interesting that Grounded, because Grounded is coming into early access, essentially. Right. So exactly. we don't know what the team looks like. All right. Anyway. 
So moving on, we have As Dusk Falls. This game was a little weird. We don't really know what it is. It's supposed to be like an interactive drama is the, basically what we've gotten on it. No release window shown. Uh, yeah, this, this was a bit of a weird looking thing. With this um, sort of like like watercolor art style, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, it was like, like half animated, three D everything else, which is a really interesting art style that I mm. would like to see succeed in this game. And I hope nothing causes it to crash and burn. I don't mm. know if I could play a whole game like that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I think I having think the big characters thing for me... not. Go ahead, Go ahead Wyatt. Having the characters not be fully animated, I think, is is kind of a tough sell for me yeah, personally. That's yeah. the hard part. I, I don't mind the lack of animation. For me, it's the lip syncing. Like there was people were talking and the mouths weren't moving. And like I've played visual novels that have that. It's not that crazy to do. And I, I think it probably mm-hmm. would have added a lot. I get they're probably it kind of looks like they're going for a graphic novel aesthetic. I just I don't know how this is gonna do. It's yeah, also yeah. they said this spans a thirty year story. I don't know about that. That's, <laughs> that, that's like yeah. that one. I'm super curious as to what that means. <laughs> uh, but the trailer told us very little. It's like set in the American mid- Midwest, I think. That's pretty much it. Probably mm-hmm. be a visual novel type game, like you said. Yeah. yeah. Th- this is the thing where it's like it's kind of odd that this was in the main show. Yeah. When like a game that had gameplay and was a lot further along, like Balan. <laughs> Yeah. was in the pre-show it just feels like this could have been swapped to the pre-show or even um because um, there's just so the little that we know about this or even exo mecha i feel like would have yeah like oh over this in the main show hell yeah exo mecha would have been a great main show game <laughs> oh my god uh yeah it was like this this is just a weird show the ori thing too was a little weird it didn't really fit in that well uh but moving on that's I think that's all of the As Dusk Falls Hell talk we'll have. Blade. Hellblade Two. Okay, we got so we didn't get any new footage. We just know, got a thing that was like the game set in that trailer. Still gives me the chills. I'm I'm ready. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone wants to play Hellblade Two. They don't really <laughs> I mean, need to sell us I'm on no, that. I mean, I'm actually really excited because it. I'm hoping, based like just somehow they don't haven't showed any gameplay, but the trailer is making me believe <laughs> in some way that it's going to be a little bit less of an introspective game and be a little bit more on the outside of. I think we're going to see a lot more interaction with the uh, outside world. Like, there's a big troll dude. Like, can we get to fight big troll dudes? How sick would that be? Yeah, might be going a little more towards the God of War territory. Yeah, which and, and I it, think the first game did its job in telling part of Senua's story, and now we move on to a little bit different kind of game. I think that's and, great. And again, this doesn't really feel like it should have been in the main show. This feels like a pre-show. Thing. Yeah, they told it's us nothing. Oh, just they, just, they just showed b-real of the of Iceland. trailer that came out a long <laughs> <Yeah>. time ago <laughs> and, uh, and Iceland. yeah they also they did announce during this i announce is a weird word they they told us that there's a dev diary on youtube that you can watch yeah uh, cool Great. yeah i <laughs> didn't uh, that's really most of the talk about senior's saga too I'm it's just a it, weird little thing all right psychonauts 2 looks really fun it's mm-hmm. psychonauts Jack Black. Yeah, Jack He's Black there. did it. Yeah. Some cool, He's like, they showed, psychedelic Oh, my rock. God. Oh, my God. When they showed Jack Black, I thought it was going to be a Brutal Legends sequel. They, like, <laughs> they got me there. I, I legitimately thought we were getting another Brutal Legend. But, oh, that would have been yeah, wild. <laughs> yeah, uh, Psychonauts 2, 
it's probably going to be really fun. We this game has been in development for so long, <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's a little curious. That we, we hopefully it releases in a good state. It comes out in twenty twenty one. That's pretty much all the info we have. It's a platformer. It's Psychonauts. It's more of what you would expect, uh, which is great because Psychonauts is a great game. All right, moving on. We got Destiny Two. It's getting an expansion called Beyond Light. Uh, the, I think the the really pertinent <laughs> information here is that Destiny Two and all of the expansions are coming to Game Pass in September. I'm still not excited. So, all right, I have a question about that though. As someone who has the most recent expansion, but not the most recent uh, season pass. So, if I wanted to get everything for free on Game Pass, I would have to. They're probably going to do like an account thing. Like I'm betting it'll be PC crossplay. I, I don't see why right. they would segregate PC audiences for different. All right, games. it's just like it's just like because I would I would much prefer to just get everything for free on Game Pass or yeah. free in quotations. But does that mean I have to like go through the whole like account thing again? Because I don't. No clue. Yeah, we, we don't have any answers <laughs> I... yet. So th- it's coming no to Game mental, Pass in September. I have no mental or physical energy for this game anymore. Just, the, the big thing yeah, is no, we don't know I, if Beyond Light is free. It I don't think it is. It no, sound it's like the it. next expansion. It's the next. I mean, for Game Pass. So because oh. it says coming to Game Pass with all of its expansions, but it's coming in September, which makes me think it's just all the previous stuff. Hmm. I'm also betting that we're, there's people that get it on Game Pass are not going to have the season pass. So they're still going to be bleeding you dry. <laughs> okay. Uh, they, the abilities they showed looked cool, though. Like the free- freezing stuff looks interesting. Yeah. Like they have the, backpacks. I like the platform you can do where the guy made like the ice oh, floor yeah. on that wall. and hop. That's pretty unique. I, I find it interesting that like... I, when Bungie went to Activision, they had this whole like, oh yes, we are with we are with PlayStation now, and now it's like they've they've come crawling back, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wounded, with, like they've like lost some of their limbs, they're bleeding out. Please, Microsoft, help! It's like okay, Microsoft is like, will you make another Halo? Uh, oh, whatever. All right, it was worth a tr- it's worth a try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, that's Destiny Two. You can play it already. It's Again, something that felt kind of weird to be in the main showcase. Yeah. Destiny 2 had me bored in the first three hours of the game. I don't know. Same. That's yeah. my opinion. <laughs> all right. Then when we I got, got the a... same gun three levels in a row, I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm got, all right. I'm going to go play Borderlands where I actually find guns. <laughs> okay. So moving anyway. on. Moving on. We're, we had a trailer for Stalker 2. Stalker Ooh. 2. Give me that cheeky breeze. So excited. Boys. Let's go. I'm so excited. <laughs> Actually, though, I'm like super excited. Sam. Yeah. The original, well, I played the one with the mod that everybody played. I mean, some background yeah. for people that don't know what Stalker is first. Stalker is a, a, a like radioactive horror shooter. Huh. In Chernobyl. Yeah, in Chernobyl. That, that's, that came out a long time ago. I think in 2007. Originally. Yeah, I think old at Metro Exodus, but more of focus on exploration and yeah yeah it had some rpg elements if i'm remem- remembering correctly it did but they were kind of jank yeah <laughs> uh super interesting game the world i think is what people really were interested in there's so yeah, many cool things like it's an old game but it even for an old game it's um it's got some things going on that are kind of janky yeah. but i i think it's kind of like an indie well is it an indie game 
Uh, originally, it, it was. I feel like it's kind this of like isn't really like indie, indie anymore. Darling. No, it's not. Because well, yeah. I hope it's something really amazing. But yeah. Also, some important information about this: the trailer they showed was a target render, which means we have no clue how far away, far along this game is. Uh, it could be coming out next year. It could be coming out in five years. Uh, it will be on Xbox Game Pass day one, and we have no release date, no release window. I mean, the target render was really cool. Everything they yeah. showed had me super interested in the setting. Uh, it had a, it yeah. had great tone. It was very stalker. <laughs> I love how word. the I was kind of like, "Ooh, is this a cool new game?" And like, I knew it was Chernobyl immediately. But then uh, he the the bolt, and I was like, "Stalker, baby." <laughs> We're in. <laughs> Yeah, I do remember when we were watching it. I was like, "Is this Stalker?" And then I, I kept second guessing myself. And then, and then I was like, yeah, "Okay, it's, it, it's Stalker." It's Stalker. <laughs> so yeah, that that's Stalker too. Stalker. If you if the games are on sale, I absolutely recommend picking up the old yeah. games. They're super interesting. Definitely. And the mod too. Is yeah, the really mod good. is important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're different. It's a different game, honestly. Like it, it changes it pretty significantly. All right, so but moving yeah. on, we have a Warhammer Forty Thousand Dark Tide. I like Forty K. It's, it's Vermin Tide, but Forty K. All right. <laughs> See now that sounds really fun. Yeah, it sounds it sounds very fun. <laughs> this looks like a cool movie. Yeah, we, it does <laughs> look like a movie. We didn't get anything else. We did get a release window of twenty twenty one, so presumably this is pretty far in development. Uh, hopefully, we see some gameplay soon because we didn't. This is a running theme with the show. Is we we've seen gameplay for Didn't. Psychonauts, uh, for Grounded, for Outer Worlds, which is already out, for uh, Halo, Halo, and that's pretty much it. That's actually it. <laughs> Exo Mecha or whatever. If we're gonna count that. Yeah, but that's in the pre-show. This is the weird thing. All the stuff oh. that showed gameplay was in the pre-show. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. <laughs> I know. So, weird. So right. we we can we can kind of know what to expect from this though because it's a fat shark game so it's probably going to yeah. be very Left 4 Dead esque. I think Most I think likely. this is one of the more excusable instances of not showing gameplay because we know the gist of this. Uh, mm-hmm. I think people that are fans of 40k will absolutely feel at home with this. Uh, Vermintide's a good like game. The more the more Warhammer games you get, the happier I am because I am too lazy to get into the tabletop, but. <laughs> I really love the, the Warhammer the setting stuff. is super interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. So moving on, we saw another weird trailer, Tetris Effect Connected. We th- th- so because we were a bunch oh, of us were watching this when it was being live streamed, and we were just having a constant back and forth of what the heck is this? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. It, the the trailer's super confusing. It's I mean it's not a bad trailer for Tetris. I get it. I get the whole they're selling the connected thing, the co-op mode. But so from what we know, this is the same as the first Tetris effect, but with multiplayer, essentially. It's nothing really that new, nothing crazy. The song they played, so people that played the first Tetris effect recognized it pretty much instantly because it was the same song as the first Tetris effect. And it's coming in 2020 so soon. I, I would say the best thing about this trailer is that they spelled uh, connect with a C-O and not a K-I. So, Thank, well, yeah. well done. <laughs> well done, Microsoft. Of progression of humanity. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I Leaving think... that dark chapter behind. <laughs> 
I, I feel like you know how people say like oh after after the human race is gone and like a nuclear war has killed everyone like the only thing left is going to be like cockroaches <laughs> i feel like like the human race could just stop existing and tetris will still like somehow <laughs> yeah. keep being made like, in, in the no rubble way. in yep. the rubble you hear the muffled sound of the theme <laughs> song <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> there is the muffled rubble all right <laughs> so yeah again this is such, something that just felt kind of out of place in the show yep. uh it definitely feels like it probably should have been in the pre-show it wasn't so moving on the gunk yep <laughs> we oh, it's an adventure yeah. game filled in a world filled with puzzles and enemies you have a bunch of goo everywhere you gotta suck it up with your goo sucker that's pretty much all we know. We saw gameplay. We saw gameplay. It's by the SteamWorld devs, which all the SteamWorld games are good, so I have uh, some faith that this will be a good game. It's their first 3D thing. So I'm curious on how that turns out, but yeah, it looks interesting. Good character design. That's something I noticed yeah. uh, when I was watching, is I like the, the design <clears throat> a lot. It's like very industrial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it looks looks interesting. Uh, the the one thing I'll say about this, it's coming to Game Pass, so I I will play it. If it weren't coming to Game Pass, I don't know if I would. Yes, it's one of those kind of games where I think the concept isn't selling it for me, like I think yeah. they hoped it would, especially with the title being the Gunk. It's not quite selling it as much as I think they wanted it to. Uh, so this one, we do have a, a more specific release window of September twenty twenty one. So about a year. And then we'll get the gunk. Finally. Yeah, make sure to <laughs> get nice and clean get so you can get, get the gunk. Microsoft has been listening. They know what we want. <laughs> yeah. And we want the gunk. All right. So then I've we saw the, gunk for years. the next game, which is the medium. You mean Silent Hill, the movie, the game? With yes. two Good. realities rendered simultaneously. Very important point. Two realities rendered right. simultaneously. Their, they made sure to tell us that many times. Look what we're doing with our new CPU power. We're just double rendering the game. It this looks looked really cool. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm no, interested. I, I agree, yeah. This, this could be interesting. Again, I think we don't my want... biggest issue is the main character basically looks and acts almost exactly like Jesse Faden in the control trailers. Uh, hopefully the actual game is not just Jesse Faden 2 electric boogaloo and it's, it's a cool character the, yeah. the cover art is very interesting I'll tell you mm -hmm. that much the, the world yeah. has so much character i would be disappointed if the people didn't because it's sure. very obvious that they put a ton of effort into the aesthetic because there's there's actually a a polish painter that i'm a fan of for some reason that paints <laughs> exactly like this that they very obviously like took his style and put it into a game which is kind of what i've always wanted so i really hope it's actually good and not just pretty. Yeah, uh, yeah, it looks pretty good. So we did technically see some gameplay with this. No UI. Tisk tisk. Yeah, that is the kind of game that looks like it might not have a lot of UI. Also, awesome. this one's holiday 2020, so soon. Yeah, this will probably yeah. be a launch in launch window at least. Yeah. Uh, presuming there's that no definitely... delays. And the interesting thing, so we saw the medium. A long time ago we saw like a cg trailer which was not that unique it was just kind of generic horror this mm -hmm. is definitely a a big step up from that oh yeah uh, well, from from what i remember unique. from what i remember this doesn't even have any of the same characters like we didn't yeah, see yeah. this jesse faden look alike in that other trailer which is i think the other trailer was just like it was a target render most likely mm -hmm. 
Fair enough. Uh, yeah, because this is the first gameplay footage of Medium. Looks interesting. Hopefully, I, I really hope the characters are good because I, as much as I love control, I do, don't want two controls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can only deal with so much straight-laced, detective -y. That is too much control. Yeah. <gasps> we don't want to be... Don't be All overly right. controlled. Let's see what I, let's and on see what that I, pun, next one. Did, on that pun, next there. one. It's a new Genesis, new Genesis Fantasy Star Online two. This one's super weird because Fantasy it's Star a, Online two is an MMO that just came out in the West a few months ago. But this is not. This has the same name, but it's not the same game. It's a new game, but your characters transfer from the old game, so no one knows what's going on with this anymore. <laughs> uh, we saw it gameplay. Looks like a JRPG. It, it's a. It's an MMO looks fun i assume it'll be free to play it's coming in 2021 people that like fantasy star are super excited about this uh i i like fantasy star passably and this looks way better than fantasy star 2 and fantasy star 2 is a pretty good game the big jump is that it's got an open world now and it's not just mission based so looks cool we don't know a ton about it though and the name is kind of unfortunate yeah <laughs> it's yeah. a weird situation like why name what? this I, I've heard a lot of people saying it might be like a Realm Reborn situation where Fantasy Star 2 is just getting like a, a reboot essentially to this well I, I kind of assumed it was it, it might be a reference to the Sega Genesis because wasn't Fantasy Star games coming out yeah. on the Sega Genesis so that's, it, who knows it I, mean, I, don't, I doubt of... it because Sega is pretty hand in hand with Sony for a lot of stuff although they're more for both now yeah it it looks cool we again we don't know a whole lot play it when it comes out i guess it'll probably be free <laughs> then we saw another weird actually we got two two like asian market mmos uh crossfire x i don't know why it's called crossfire x, x. i think it's just crossfire and this is the campaign so it which, actually looks kind of unique. That's an MMO. Yeah. Crossfire X campaign. I'm gonna which play has it. Remedy, which has Remedy yeah. working on the, the campaign. <laughs> yeah, section, I forgot about was that. Surprising. So for people that don't know what Crossfire is, it's a super popular online shooter that just never really made it to North America. So a lot of like North Americans just haven't heard of it. Uh, but it's one of the most popular shooters out there. And it's coming to Xbox One and Series X sometime in 2020. I don't know if it's coming to PC. I, I would assume so. But a lot of these specify they're coming to Windows 10. Some of them don't. Just because we, we're not sure. So I don't know if Crossfire is coming to PC. And we've seen Crossfire before. We just haven't seen the campaign. Looks yeah. fun. No, but it actually looks like a really interesting camp. Well, I mean, for a sh generic first-person shooter campaign. <clears throat> yeah. But like, yeah. it, I would expect a game like this to have just some like really crappy tack on campaign. But like, you have a cool suit which isn't in the multiplayer. I don't think. I, I would doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't so, know. I'm just excited to neat. get more like first person military shooter campaigns. That's neat. Because we don't get many of them. <laughs> yeah, because COD burned them down. COD burned <laughs> them down. They're doing like this weird future stuff. I don't know what's going on anymore. Yeah. COD used to give me the modern well. military shooters. Well, I mean, hey, if you want a good one, Modern Warfare 2019 is probably one of the best COD campaigns, like, ever, so. Why? That game yeah. is 200 gigabytes. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I have it done. It also features so. uh, lies and propaganda, which is pretty cool. Ooh. I like those in my video game. Spicy anyway. takes. <laughs> That's a separate conversation. 
This is what happens when you bring up Modern Warfare. <laughs> you learned your lesson? So, never do it again. You get right. 200 gigabytes of content when you bring up Modern Warfare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 200 gig gigabytes of unoptimized textures. Wonderful. Yeah. Hey! Okay, let's move on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so we got to see Christ. this guy tell us how much we didn't see. Yeah, we, we got to see uh, CFEs, Forza Horizon 4, Gears 5, and a bunch to be optimized for Series X. All right, great. Old games coming to a new console. All right. Cool. <laughs> we already yeah, knew all of this. Yeah. Uh, then we okay. got, I think, the big announcement for a lot of people. There's a new Fable game in development. Same time, this was a target render. We don't know anything about what this Fable yep. game is. We got no information. We have no clue what the setting is. <laughs> well, it's especially strange because, like, you would assume it's just called Fable. It's been a while. You would assume it's, like, the traditional kind of Fable RPG. But the last fa the last actual Fable game that came out was a Connect like, rail shooter, and then they were working on a Fable Legends, which was this really yeah. strange... Like it was like, a, like it was like an asymmetrical multiplayer. Deal. It was like an asymmetrical multiplayer thing. Which Fable is Legends looked were. really cool too. I'm I'm kind of yes, sad it, it got canceled. I don't even want to think about how sad that is. But so that's the weird thing is that like the last two Fable projects, even if one wasn't finished, were not traditional Fable games. So is this a traditional Fable game? Is it something different? Like what the what yeah. what is this? Assume well, I would assume I it know. is. It's hard to assume. For the most part, uh, it's it going to be an RPG. It, it seems like a, a reboot. A I mean, the, the weird thing with Fable is that the games usually aren't connected anyway. Like, Fable 2 is not a sequel directly to Fable 1, and Fable 3 is not a direct sequel to 2. It's more like, not quite the Final Fantasy thing, but they take place in the same setting, I believe, just not really related to each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know, why would they name it Fable and like fable yeah. period if they weren't trying to evoke like oh this is going to be a little bit more like well i mean i mean fable at, skipped a console generation as well so fable well, has yeah. not also, come out in the last like eight years well i mean th i mean think about it this way look at prey it was just called prey and it was definitely not the original true so we we have no well, idea yeah i, I would assume that it's going to be some form of a fantasy rpg that's my bet feels like a pretty I mean, safe yeah. bet yeah we don't know though because we got no information. Uh, but that's the show. That's the that's it. The Xbox we showcase. Reel. We got the the end of show sizzle reel. All right, that's that's everything. That's uh, <laughs> that's it. We so I can think... we talk about Halo now? <laughs> first, first we're gonna do overall thoughts. <laughs> Sorry. So Sorry. <laughs> compared to the Sony game showcase, what what's your preferences? What's the roundtables take? Think Sony did it better. Think Microsoft did their showcase better. To be honest, I mean, I think Sony did better, but neither one was particularly like knock your socks off. Like, yeah, yeah. Neither console had any like crazy like new IPs that looked really interesting. We still don't like, know the price as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is mind boggling. <laughs> like this console well, comes out in like yeah. four months, and we have no yeah. price. I feel like. This is telling me that they're going to be dummy expensive, and neither one of them wants to tell anybody until it comes out well, <laughs> or well, very near to it. Thing, I think the big thing is that Sony and Microsoft they're waiting for what for each other to release yeah, it. So they can that's true. Them. Yeah, that's they're trying to figure out how much of a loss they can take according to the undercut price they want to get. Yeah. Here, here's the thing: is that is that like the common consensus is that Sony had a better show, and for the most part, I would agree. But I think one thing that people are really like 
overlooking with Xbox's conferences, however you feel about the order of which they like presented things and what they decided to spend their time on. All that aside, everything on here is on Game Pass. And that yeah. really, I think, it was a yeah. huge deal. Well, like, that's they... their ace in the hole right now. Yeah, well, Xbox... Well, actually, again, really. we, we do not know about the pre-show stuff. As of right now. Well, sure, but, but still, the, like, the main show, still, like, that's, that's a huge deal, you know? I feel like Microsoft a while ago like a last generation kind of switched over from trying to make Xbox exclusives. And they're just like, all right, we're just going to keep everything within Microsoft. So PC and Xbox, like they're going for the whole. Both things, I don't know, which is which is smart, I think, because, you know, smart, because I wouldn't buy half of these games because I'm never going to buy an Xbox. Like, (laughs) yeah. And it's like because if Microsoft has their their hands in so many different baskets anyway, why not try and utilize that and unify them more? I mean, that's the main reason I never played Halo until they came out on PC is because I never wanted to buy an Xbox for Halo games. Yeah. I mean, and I grew up playing on Xboxes, and even Halo being on them was not enough to get me to buy a one. So, I don't know. I, I definitely I won't buy a Series X because I have a PC, and I just don't really have the space for an Xbox. And it's probably going to be yeah. expensive as all hell. Yeah, I'm not going to have the money for both um, a PS. And I certainly I, I want to play my PS5 exclusives. Like Miles Morales is yeah. a system oh, yeah. seller. Like honestly, I, I feel like that's the big thing is that the Sony showcase had system sellers. The Microsoft yeah, Showcase has not. system sellers for Game Pass. So I, th- I think yeah, this is I, a great reason to pick up Game Pass. Yeah. Not I a super convincing way to pick up an Xbox. That's what I'm saying. And, and, is like they've just changed their marketing strategy. They're trying to sell Game Pass, not Xbox yeah. ones necessarily. And, and even one thing I do like is that uh, I almost everything on here, from what I understand, is also available on uh, Xbox. Hold on. <laughs> Xbox. Yeah, Xbox yeah. on Xbox One. Like they're they're making a huge push of trying to have all these games. Yeah. yeah so on the their, only stuff we, we're not certain if it'll be on Xbox One is stuff like Avowed, where we don't have a release date. Yeah, um, but it's a it's a really yeah. good you know it's it's a it's a great thing I think because it's it helps people transition into the new generation a lot more. You yeah. know, like like you're not being immediately left in the dust, and I think that's going to be valued by P- a lot of people. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the PlayStation Five doing basically that or no? Uh, there is a lot of, of so backwards compatibility. PlayStation no, Five has has more of a cutoff. So with Xbox Series X, a lot of these games are also coming to one. So like Halo is going to be on an Xbox One as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, so they're making like dedicated Xbox yeah. One. Yeah. So it's it's Xbox One, Xbox One X, Series X, as well as Windows Ten. That's when where Halo is going to be on. But for Sony, uh-huh. I don't believe Miles Morales is going to be on PS4s. Yeah, it's just going to be PS5. Sony's oh no! Yeah, I was I don't know why I was thinking games. backwards compatibility. Yeah, the PS5 can play PS4 games. Uh, yeah, so it is backwards compatible. It's just like it's not going to be a situation where the PS4 can play early PS5 games. Right. It's yeah. the problem when your friends all buy a PS5 and you yeah. still have your PS4. You and I think you can look at that in a few different ways. It can be like Sony's just not supporting their older consoles. At the same time, a, a good thing that was brought up recently on Twitter was that a letting having that cut off does let devs take full advantage of the new console and not yeah. need to design with older stuff in mind like spider-man so this is a pretty famous thing with the first spider-man game is that the swing speed had to be limited because the ps4 could not stream in the city assets fast enough so there's an artificial like speed limit 
for Spider-Man. I'm really hoping that's gone for the new one because they're touting these SSDs and the faster transfer yeah. speeds. Mm-hmm. Really hoping that's where that comes in into play. I mean, you can actually go crazy. With the first the speed. one was really good, but imagine how much better it would be if you could yeah. really keep your momentum. Like, yeah. And I feel like that yeah. might be where some of the Halo Infinite stuff is coming in, as to where it looks the way it does because it has to run on Xbox One. Yeah. They can't get okay. too crazy with like how the world People... works, or it just won't work on current gen stuff. I, s- I swear, the average commenter is a the worst man alive <laughs> just everybody I'm, i was watching the youtube stream again just like to refresh my memory while we were doing this and just like looking at the comments that the chat the live chat replay everybody's like stop showing us cartoon games give us real graphics and i'm like stop, stop. what does that even mean Dude, i would <laughs> rather have <laughs> cartoon games they're all just like the graphics are garbage and I'm like the games are not all about graphics you know <laughs> like so dumb yeah, yeah, it's and the other thing to keep in mind too is that I think I think Xbox is I think their future is really really bright right now. Like I think they're transitioning out of their Xbox 1 sort of period where they didn't have a lot of great exclusives, it wasn't marketed properly, but I think they have so many good studios under their belt right now that I think this generation they're going to come out a lot stronger. And I don't think they're showing it right now, but they have so many talented uh people working for them now and a lot of these games that we've seen even if we didn't see a lot of it look promising or are continuations of games that we yeah. love and so they I did announce we're getting another much... game showcase this year i mean yeah, yeah both in quality and quantity I mean, what what were the launch titles for the um xbox one x the one that i can remember is recore and that didn't end up yeah. so well i mean the, the reality is both the ps4 and the xbox one had some iffy launch titles and they also were pretty hurt by the lack of backwards compatibility which is not going to be a problem with this coming generation so hopefully there's more incentive to like get a new thing yeah i I mean i think the way i see it right now microsoft is trying to be like if you have a pc buy game pass if you don't but you still want to use game pass buy an xbox like yeah they're they're covering such a wide area because they now really are because they have x they have x cloud on the way too and that's going to reach a yeah. whole other group of people that doesn't have enough money to buy a console or a pc and now they have x cloud it's like i i really yeah. like their we'll, we'll do the x cloud talk later because I, I brett got cut off yeah. earlier i want to hear what brett was gonna say um well i just think first of all in general at least in my opinion i think in terms of like compared to past e3s and things i think the, the the xbox and playstation shows are both pretty boring yeah i guess i guess like everyone was expecting like a big thing but like even like even stuff like oh my god a new halo game it's been how long since like a a, a new new one and i was like oh, okay and then i i with the the whole xbox covering like a lot of bases thing i think that's kind of the the smarter way to go because it's just like when when your product is accessible to like literally everyone that has some sort of technology and internet connection it's like that's that's it's just more fun for like all the people and like yeah you make like a crap load of money but that just means more people can play together and i i love that i can play now with people that are on pc that i never could play with before because i don't have all that cash to drop on a new pc um and i think because what what i was what i was uh gonna say when i when i popped in for a second there is that uh 
the the launch in general for this past generation has been like terrible in every way. Absolutely. Like, launch PS4s and Xboxes are like hilariously loud and like I'm surprised mine can run Ghost of Tsushima. Um I I think the smart decision considering how expensive these might be would be to just like wait like a couple months until they release like the 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 xbox one s yeah. equivalent especially because we're going into like a global recession right now yeah <laughs> which yeah, is a little concerning I got that money. No. <laughs> so it's going to be an interesting time for a new it console is. generation uh well, the i wonder how time. how much of a cut like pay loss these companies are willing to take because consoles yeah. almost always release at a, a at a loss for the company mm-hmm. I mean, so I th- i'm curious as to what the loss is going to be here i feel like they're both about looking to sell it some big old losses <laughs> yeah I, entertainment Xbox, is also the least affected right now out of most industries yeah. so they're looking I okay I, I just think like for the, for the launch title thing I, the only console that really had a strong launch recently was the switch and even then it had <laughs> yeah. a strong launch yeah. and then like nothing for six months and really it had a great launch because of one game like, that game, that launch game was good enough to like really hold the switch over until more stuff came out. But no, like, at least from what I remember, no one else was talking about a lot of the other launch titles, I think. Yeah, it, I that Breath of the Wild definitely overshadowed everything, but uh, like, I'm not getting that vibe from Halo Infinite. No. Like the th- what they showed me of Halo Infinite is not unique enough to make me think like I need to buy this console right now. Then again, I don't think that was Microsoft's goal. So I I'm fine with what they showed. I I just I want to see more Halo Infinite because reality is we don't really know what the game is still. We don't know if it's open world. We don't know if it's like a live service thing. It's supposed to be open world. It, yeah, but like we haven't seen any of that. It's yeah. There were the map showed up on the screen. Yeah, but like again, that could just but, be but, a map. But even then, world. it's it's unclear if it's like a giant yeah. connected open world, like or if it's more world. like, or if it's more like here's like here's a destiny your main deal objective. or something. Yeah, like here's here's a big like area of operations. It's this big sandbox, but they're not all connected. Together. I'm like, I'm, I'd be okay with either. I just want to know. I <laughs> I would much rather a smaller. <laughs> it's a I don't know. It's a first person shooter. It's yeah. I don't think yeah. Halo really belongs. In in I mean, setting. I don't. Here's the thing. If I, I don't, have to skin don't really, animals. I uh, go ahead. It's like if, if I've got to treat this like a Far Cry game, I'm gonna have issues. But I I doubt that'll right. be yeah. the game loop. No, I I don't really blame them for going in this direction though because Halo. It's so funny. Like Halo One had such a crazy development cycle. Like uh, Combat Evolved because it started as a, an RTS. And then it transitioned into this kind of strange, like tactical, open-world adventure-style thing. And then they were bought by Microsoft and turned it into a first-person shooter in like a year. So I, I feel like if it is more open-ended, like whether it's larger levels or or like a giant open world, I feel like that's probably because of that's what Halo was originally, and they probably wanted to invoke a lot of that. So I don't blame them for going in that, that direction. But I don't know if it's exactly what i want <laughs> yeah personally and again i think the the biggest issue here is that there's so little gameplay for any of these games mm-hmm. that it's hard to attach to something and say like i really want to play that it's like i want to play grounded but grounded's out in two days so i don't need to wait for an xbox one x and it's on game pass so i don't have to pay for it which is great yeah. um 
And like, I want to play Avowed, but I don't know what Avowed looks like. I didn't see any gameplay. Don't uh, know when it's coming out. Psychonauts is coming out in a year, maybe. And we saw gameplay, but like, I want to get that game in my hands. It's just like I don't see any super strong launch titles for this, really, aside from Halo. And even then, Halo you can play on your Xbox One. Yeah. But again, yeah, it's fine if that's Microsoft's tactic. I think that's they're they're doing that right. It's just this showcase was probably. Some of this stuff should have been shuffled around. There's definitely some weird decisions with like Tetris connected. I don't yeah. think anyone's buying an Xbox One to play Tetris. Yeah. <laughs> as as cool as Tetris Effect is of a game, it's not a system seller. Uh, the Outer Worlds it probably isn't a system seller. Like, there's, there's very little here that that is like Xbox's brand. I wonder if if a lot of it comes down to the the confusion of like, because because. I get the impression now that they're they don't want I mean obviously they don't just want the Xbox console anywhere. They want Xbox as this massive ecosystem. But yeah. when you say the word Xbox and you think Xbox, yeah. you think of their console and their their focus has definitely shifted away from that, but I think the, I, I think they just haven't communicated that properly. I don't know. Because when I think of Xbox this, now, I think of Game Pass, to be honest. I think it's just cuz like I don't have an Xbox one. But I think have. a lot of people don't still and because like I feel like you have to start looking at anything Xbox related as this ecosystem now, and yeah. not yeah. a a box that you put under your your TV. And I think a lot of people are having a hard time understanding that, which is understandable because I don't think I don't think Microsoft has been very clear on that either. They're definitely doing it, but they're not. I don't I don't think they're they're portraying that in the way that they brand themselves very well. If that makes sense. Yeah. There is a so there is one thing about Hellblade Two I want to mention. They did say in the the brief thing we saw that they are developing on Unreal Five, which Ooh. is great, but that does kind of give us a, a date as to when they would have started development. So that game is probably pretty far off. Yeah, that's that's a good. Hellblade point. Two is yeah. not coming out soon, uh, <laughs> because if if they're porting things, I don't know. How easy the process would be to port from Unreal Four to Five. If it's anything like the process from Three to Four, it's basically going to be a nightmare. So this game is probably not coming out for a while. <laughs> I'm excited Boy. to see someone utilizing Unreal Five, though. So yeah, that, that's the uh, the Hellblade situation. Uh, I have faith in Ninja, Ninja Theory, though, so long as they're not doing bleed, more Bleeding Edge. Oh. Yeah. Give me some of those, you know, Unreal Five tech demo gravel physics. Oh yeah, dude, Hellblade's gonna have that Icelandic gravel physics. Oh, dude, that oh. Icelandic gravel. <laughs> hey man, as someone who's actually been to Iceland, it's it's pretty good gravel. Yeah. Weird flex, but okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I again, I think I come out of this this show just being like, Sony got me excited about PS Five, even if I think it looks a little weird. It's like a strange console. We saw a lot of very Sony properties. Oh, bug snacks. Yeah, like bug snacks. <laughs> bug snacks. Are we um, talking about bug snacks right now? Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. We're talking <laughs> bug snacks talk before we start mentioning Caro Caro Bonito because then we're going to have a nightmare. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I, I think the Sony showcase definitely did a better job of selling a console. Xbox probably did a fine job of selling a brand. Yeah, it's just I I feel I still come off of this feeling so weird because we saw so little gameplay of anything, whereas most of Sony's stuff we saw gameplay. 
the only stuff we yeah. didn't is like a, the stuff that's very clearly super far off. So yeah, it's just yeah, a it, that's, it's a situation. It's frustrating. Um, because because often you have a situation where like the CG trailer that they show off isn't really part of the game. Like it's not a it's not a cutscene in the game at all. So you wonder it's like the time that you spent to make this CG trailer look absolutely like spot on gorgeous is time you could have spent. Well, I mean, a lot of the time, so more... these target renders are often put out to a different company. So like the Stalker 2 target render probably didn't take much of the company's resources aside from money. So it's not really a, a good indicator of how far along the game is, but it, it does put that question of like, okay, all we have for Fable is this title screen drop. It's essentially the Elder Scrolls 6 announcement, right? Where yeah. this game could be out anywhere in the next like 20 years. We just don't know because we have no metric to measure how far along this stuff is. And I think a lot of what Sony showed was further along and we had a lot of concrete dates for things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we saw a lot of launch titles as well. Like it wasn't just Miles Morales as a launch title. We saw a lot of stuff that is soon and is going to be coming out in the near future. Whereas with this, like Forza, we don't have a date for Forza, which is bizarre. Uh, Dark Tide, we have no clue. Uh, Stalker 2, we have no clue. Even Psychonauts 2, we have a year. We don't have a, a month. Uh, As Dusk Falls, we have no information at all. Avowed, no information. It's uh, the stuff we know about, like Grounded and Tell Me Why, are things that are coming out in the next month. <laughs> Don't forget about the gunk in September of next year. The gunk. The gunk. The gunk. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's curious to me that we're, we're getting so little confirmation of anything. Like This, this it, entire show seemed very non-committal. It, it, it just makes you wonder, it's like, why? Like, why even say anything at all? Yeah. If, because, if, like, it's it's almost like, well, you know, then they can open up pre-orders, but it's not like they opened up pre-orders for Fable. You know, it's not like they're going to be getting any extra money out of this. Like, what's even yeah. the the point? You know? Yeah, because it's all on Game Pass anyway, so you don't have a reason to pre-order things because it's on Game Pass. Yeah. You can just get Game Pass. So it, it's this bizarre situation of like Sony. I think showed the show they needed to with Microsoft. It's just this weird deal of what's coming out when, why are we seeing so many target renders and CG trailers? It's just, it's a strange situation we're in. I, I think they had this idea of all this stuff is coming to game pass anyway. So no matter what we show off, it almost doesn't matter because there's going to be a lot of people that play it anyway, because they're already on game pass. Cause I honestly, so think, it's almost like, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Because it, it, so it's just almost like it almost doesn't matter what they show off because well it's it's on Game Pass you're probably gonna play it anyway so yeah. here's what we actually show. Yeah, it's like I knew about Grounded already because it's on Game Pass. I don't I didn't need to see a trailer for it. Um, with with Sony, I think they have the benefit. Well, not with Sony. Uh, so with Nintendo, you have Direct at E3, and I feel like pretty much every E3 Nintendo Direct we've gotten has been more interesting than these two shows. <laughs> Uh, mm -hmm. I, like where I would place this Microsoft showcase right now is is like somewhere on the scale of, eh, Nintendo Directs. It's just not. There's not a lot of substance here. Yeah. There's a ton of announcements. It's just, yeah. Also, we did talk about during the show. They spent a lot of time on people talking. I forgot about every that. yeah <laughs> every, every show, game every had people show. talking. Actually, every about. show has had that. It's not the Sony show. The Sony show had like. People talking for yeah. maybe two minutes total. Yeah. The, the Sony show is well paced, as is you know most of the Nintendo Direct stuff that you have. This one, it's it's clumped talking, 
then everything's rapid fire, uh, whatever, world premiere, world premiere, world premiere. Yeah, and then you get like 10 minutes of the devs talking about, like, look at all these, like, mechanics. You can see them on the screen, but I'm talking about them. So you really remember them. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember being right super now. frustrated with Everwild, because as soon as Everwild's trailer <laughs> yeah. ended... The woman that came on screen just started describing what we just saw, and I was like, exactly. I just watched the trailer. See, I don't Al need you to Alex, tell me this. Alex did bring up something that Xbox has that Sony doesn't. That kick-ass announcer. I, I didn't true. see, I didn't see any yummy. awesome deep-voiced announcer in Sony's camp. That's all I'm saying. How else do we know that's a world premiere if we aren't told? You're right. I, get tired of that voice. I got tired of that voice really fast, though. Like, oh, yeah, I, I never do. Yeah. I never will. I mean, that, that world premiere voice, usually when it's used at like E3, is I think a little better because it's paced out over like an hour and a half yeah. show yeah, and people weak. come on and you expect them to talk. <laughs> so you get like that hit of world premiere and then you're like, yeah. whoa. We also, and to be fair, they did deliver on the promise of Phil Spencer in a gamer shirt. You <laughs> can't did. have an they Xbox did. showcase without... Phil, without him in his gamer shirt, and they had it in in full display, and it was beautiful. He looked a we lot to... less like tired slash high than the last few appearances <laughs> he's done on different shows. Yep, um, he kept his composure and his gamer shirt. We really we have to, hats off to Microsoft because they at least they were able to keep that. You yeah, know? Uh, well done. I don't know. It was it was again. I don't think this was a bad show. It was just. I, it feels so weird that we saw so much gameplay in the pre-show. Yep. Like, everything in the pre-show had gameplay. And then and the main show, we had so many CG trailers. Like, State of Decay 3, I don't... I feel like that didn't need, even need to be announced yet. Yeah, really. Because we don't know anything. Like, it's pretty easy to assume they're working on State of Decay 3, because that's what Undead Labs does. They do State of Decay, and they, they just got bought by Microsoft, so they're having a great time. But... Uh, why why do we get this announcement? Like, what's the point? Because it's a weird target render. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so something something I was thinking about too is that they've they have like so blue balled us on Halo Infinite, where like they'll show us these CGI things yep. and just never show any gameplay. I was wondering when I was watching this, I was like, what if they just save the Halo Infinite reveal until this showcase? They had because that that opening that teaser been with like with like. Great. Uh, with like him held, holding his helmet, that was like a great reveal that it was a Halo game because no one knew it was during that first little like teaser, which was great. And then they opened with gameplay. You know, I just feel like. I, and, but I at would, the same time, that I also myself. Yeah, that also <laughs> brings back the question of like, why are we seeing footage from January? Yeah, because yeah, it, it's it's now you have seven months right between then and now to have recorded some new footage with the lighting fixed and everything so i'm just confused as to why it took this long and we, did, we didn't get new footage and not a word on multiplayer either this yeah. is this is 343 these are the people that decided to put a team specifically of people that dislike halo to work on a halo game <laughs> i don't trust them anymore and i don't think even they really know what they're doing and that's a good thing that you bring up, Wyatt. Like, I don't even... I would argue that, like, yeah, like, Halo has really good campaigns. And for the people that played them, they all love them. But, like, the thing that's kept it alive this whole time is probably the multiplayer. Yeah, Absolutely. Because like, there's nothing like Halo multiplayer. Been, 
Exactly. There hasn't been a single thing about it. And if it's if it's an open world game, like, is the multiplayer going to be separate? Do I have to like fly the pelican over to the to the to the War Games Coliseum where the, if, I, if I have to go talk to to Ikora Ray at the tower to trigger my quest to do multiplayer, <laughs> I'm going to be so and angry. Here's, here's the other thing too. Three four three. They they've confirmed that this is the last Halo like release for a while because they're just going to be adding more content onto yeah which again like i don't know what that means what does that yeah. mean well it just what what that says immediately to me is live service which i'm terrified of if that's the case but like Sounds this more and more like destiny at the same time like i don't want to customize <laughs> like a lot of live service monetization and stuff is customizing your character i don't want to customize master chief <laughs> It's... I want to play Master Chief, and that's what he looks like. So, well, they have a whole upgrade screen now, so we'll see what happens with that. Here's here's oh. the thing. I haven't. Wait, Alex, are you gonna say something? Um, I... look, you, you can go first. Okay. Have... Here's the thing. I haven't understood from the start. It's an open world game. You play as Master Chief. Master Chief is like, like there's only one, and there's only one Spartan that looks like Master Chief. Are you gonna like see other Master Chiefs around? And if you like, it's an open world game. And if there's going to be multiplayer, like like you said, Master Chief's armor doesn't change, uh, unless there's like a style change for the whole game. Well, I, there's just I, so much that doesn't make sense in my brain. Well, I haven't any reason to assume that they're trying to combine campaign yeah. and multiplayer. I do know that they're bringing back uh, split screen co op. So well Which done. Which is good. Thank you for that. Yeah, that's great. But I don't. I don't know. Like I. In in terms of like what like they're adding on more content, like does that mean we're getting a full story at launch, or is it going to be something that's like parsed out over? Dude, I swear, if this ends up being years... like a year long story, I'm gonna be so upset. <laughs> they will, th my interest level in Halo will just vanish uh... completely if that's what happens. Um, I I doubt it. I don't think three four three is that short sighted. I would laugh so hard. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm betting a lot of the stuff we're gonna get is just like this will be a platform for multiplayer updates. Because I feel like the reason they they're holding the multiplayer back is has to be because there's there's some blowout they're gonna do with it. Like the multiplayer, Dude, something, there's got to be something special. Imagine it launching without it, and it gets added <laughs> later. That's such a three four three thing to do. I mean, and they're all they, they've confirmed that Forge. I think they've confirmed that Forge isn't gonna be available at launch again. Okay, but what's gonna happen is this: I can see the multiplayer reveal. It's literally just a black screen, and then somebody says SWAT, and then boom. <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all you need. So, and then yeah, there won't be any explanation. That's it. And then the logo comes up. <laughs> and in, and and in their defense, you know, Halo Five didn't launch with Forge, but Halo Five, when it did get Forge, was probably like the most in-depth iteration of Forge ever. Like it was a great Forge. Yeah, it was for five. scary. Like, complex. It was astounding, like just how much you could change. I. I don't know. I think I'm more optimistic than most because I'm 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 coming from the perspective of someone that doesn't hate four and doesn't hate five for very different reasons. But I don't hate those games, and I, I had a lot of fun with four. I, I never played five though. Remember so back in the day when a game would release with like the whole game, dude, dude right? <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> you wouldn't well, get like whole you, ass you features later. You say that, but but the the idea of being able to add content onto a game post launch in no, and of itself is not cool. a bad thing. Yeah, 
but Ford it's, it's how it's was been used. in the game when it came. I mean, and also from game. a from a developer perspective, adding content onto your game forever is not necessarily what you want to do because like that then puts no, you I, in the situation where if a game succeeds you have an easy money machine but what if like as developers you want to work on a new project right exactly and i'm just no, like I, I feel bad for the companies because now they're being forced yeah. into this funnel of work mm. on this thing keep going on this thing yeah like actually uh i played escape from tarkov if you didn't know <laughs> but those guys have been working on that game for so long like it, it you gotta there's definitely a point where you want to you want to move on yeah. like 10 years on one game is a long time yeah that, that's I like can, a, I that's can't a imagine significant that, uh, portion can, of your I, life yeah i can imagine what? that uh cd project red is probably fucking sick of cyberpunk at this point wants to move on yeah they, they, that game needs to come out and then they need to not touch it but they're, we know I they're going to touch it because they're doing multiplayer so they're doing some kind of multiplayer, multiplayer they're doing dlc that's uh they're, yeah. they're gonna keep it going. Well, I mean, they make big games. Yeah, that's what they do. All right. Well, I think we've about wrapped up our discussion of all the elements of this show. We'll inevitably end up talking more about it on other podcast episodes because that's what happens. Yeah. It's impossible. It's like Star Wars. We have to mention it at least once <laughs> the podcast. See, so, yeah, I had to sneak it in there somewhere. <laughs> good meme. Good meme. So we have a segment on the show we do at the end. It's called Shoutouts. Woo. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's so happy and excited to start their shoutouts. So, well, woo. Who's, who's ready? Who's ready? I'm not. I'll go. All right. Um, shout out to uh, the band Dorothy. They make some kick-ass rock music, and uh, nice. you should go check them out. I will. I yes, like they're, they're, they're fantastic. Sounds neat. All right. Someone else ready to step up to the plate? Uh, shout out to my Switch being able to turn on after giving me uh, quite a long scare. Oh no. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, that Nintendium okay. is going to come, come through for you. <laughs> Indestructible. God. Aside from um, the Joy-Con drift, you know. <laughs> listen, we don't talk about that. <laughs> don't mention that, it's blacklisted. You sounded ready, um. Brett. Shout out to uh, Audacity for breaking and making me have to go through so many other audio recording programs on my computer only for me to come right back to Audacity and have it work perfectly. <laughs> That's Wonderful. how it goes. It was a saga. <laughs> All right, Ben. You've had a lot of time. You ready? Shout out to... My cast iron pan, because that thing is amazing. Oof. I fucking love cast iron. Hell yeah. Ooh, that's Hell a good yeah. shout out. All right, I got to give a shout out to a 5D chess with multiverse time traveling. <laughs> oh my because God. I cannot believe it's a real game. And it's not a joke. Nothing about this game is a joke. <laughs> and I don't... I need to, I need to like record myself playing this, because it's ludicrous. You, play, you end up playing play like eight simultaneous game? games of chess. And then they teleporting your that. pieces to different timelines. It's <laughs> ooh, it's wild. <laughs> they should they should quote you when they uh, market the game. It's just nothing about this is a joke. Right? Dude, I feel like that's that's literally <laughs> every Steam review for the radio. game. That's every single Steam review for the game is like I cannot believe that nothing in this game is a joke. Like you say that title and you just it's funny. 
And then I can say a sentence like, I'm sending my knight to a parallel universe to defeat their queen that they sent back to the past. And nothing and in that sentence it. is a joke. It sounds like, you know what it sounds like? It, it sounds like a running joke in a Rick and Morty episode or something. Yeah. You oh, know? Totally. It's wild. Uh, there, there are videos of people playing it. And just watch someone play, try to play that game for the first time. It's hilarious because there's no tutorial. <laughs> I don't think it needs one. I think it's better that way. <laughs> it, I, it honestly the is. The tutorial is the title. The puzzle. The <laughs> yeah. game is trying to figure out how to play the game. <laughs> so you don't know. And it's so much fun. Uh, all right. That, that was a long-winded chat right out. Now. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's so confusing. I'm buying it. I bought it. I absolutely I recommend checking it out. I'll play you in multiplayer, but... Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's we'll go. figure it out. Uh, right. Yeah, that's that's the show. We're gonna do an outro because we got music now. You can find the show every Monday morning on Anchor and on YouTube, usually around seven a.m. I, I say usually around. We schedule it. It's at seven a.m. There's no question mark there. <laughs> it's always <laughs> at seven a.m. on the. Dog. Generally, we record live on Twitch, Twitch.tv/MegaMatch, at eight p.m. on Sundays, Eastern Time. Woo, we we did. The after bed. Anyone want to shout out anything else before we go? You know, it's it's a loose podcast. We just we're we're hitting the the time markers for ending. I played drunk golf with your friends last night, and that's our cue for the outro. <laughs> so much fun! <laughs> so much fun! Oh. It was very fun until I made it to the Jägermeister, and then I was <laughs> I couldn't see the hole. <laughs> Golf with your friends is on Game Pass now. Everyone should check it out. Hey. <laughs> Soundscaper.